Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Hi, I'm George Norrie, and welcome to the new iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Like us on Facebook, tell your friends, and share us with everyone. This is an exciting new network that will feature podcasts of the paranormal, supernatural, and the unexplained. Now please sit back and enjoy Dark Becomes Light with Heidi Hollis. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. Listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. <laughs> Welcome to my show. Remember, each week this is the place you go to when you want to learn the latest when it comes to anything out of the ordinary. I mean, shadow people, angels, aliens, all of the in betweens, because we are all about talking learning and researching and listening. Listening is very important and uh, I'm here to listen to you. So if you've got something that you're curious about, something you've experienced, something you want me to talk further on, go to my main website, which is HeidiHollis.com and tell me about it. The more details, the better. I always say that because man, does it help to paint a picture and, uh, I enjoy it, and uh, I think others who are tuning in also enjoy hearing those details. All right, guess what, you guys? Today, truly a special program, my friend and a fabulous researcher, one of a kind, pioneering researcher is going to be joining us, Kathleen Martin. Yes, that Kathleen Martin. Yes, the niece of Betty and Barney Hill, who uh, had an abduction experience so many years ago, the first of its kind that was truly documented and investigated, books written on it. And uh, but, you know, I got to say, Kathleen Martin and her major own right has really done a lot of work that uh, nobody, nobody has ever done prior She's uh, truly, truly something that you're going to uh, really enjoy. And and today we're going to discuss an, an element of her research I'm super excited to hear about more because um, we've had some conversations over the years and she's, a, she's with MUFON and she looks into the facts and figures and especially focuses in on alien experiencers, right? And her um, research has, of course, uh, taken some twists and turns and, and she's decided to finally step forward fully, more fully. She's always taken steps forward in a lot of different things, but more fully in the arena of matters of the soul when meeting with different types of beings. And now, if you guys know me, speaking on this show... Matters of the soul is what matters most and how this is very much a spiritual type of thing that's going on when it comes to alien interactions, alien contact, shadow people, angelic beings, Jesus encounters, hat man encounters, which he comes forward to say he is the devil himself. And uh, I always connect shadow people and hat man to what? Aliens. Okay. And their spiritual experience. Well, all right. Where are we going with this? We're going all in there. That's what. Um, <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, my first book was called The Secret War. And uh, and it spoke of the static or the conflict in alien contact that people are experiencing more than one type of encounter. It's not always the same being. It's not always a positive thing. It's not always a negative thing. And sometimes the beings can look like each other, but you have to know by their actions and how they feel, yes, feel, uh, what's in front of you. 
And it's so important to know how to do that, how to distinguish and to know help when it comes and to know when to block. Okay. Uh, Highly, highly important. And uh, Kathleen is also going to be speaking on that today. I'm just so super excited to talk to her today. Over the years, she has dished out some doozies and uh, getting into those little corners that a lot of people don't get into in this field. And, you know, I am more about the person, the experiencer, the uh, the heart and soul of things. And But we need those people who measure things, or use the science. I mean, there's a lot of us that need that hardcore evidence. But I'm always on that arena of thinking, you know, hold on, we take the word of scientists every day because we trust that their degree is going to really explain things to us honestly, you know, truthful and honest. But it's not until we have other scientists to uh, check when it's been gone over and then we find there's been flubs on things, right? So I'm that's why I'm like, ah, you know, it's always we're taking somebody's word for something. So I, I, I've been an experiencer I have a, a, a science degree in the medical field as an occupational therapist. But again, we're opinionated people, right? We're humans so far. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we have to realize that uh, well, as we move through this life, um, people will not always be the most honest. And so I get it. We do need the science approach to a lot of stuff. We do. I think it's very much needed. Um, doing the checks and balances on those things are very important too. But again, I lean more towards the experiencer. Um, the person looking you in the eye saying, this happened to me. And me being an experiencer going, I believe you. I have seen such things or I understand that. So, And that's where Kathleen Martin and she's into, she's got the science part, but she's also got the experiencer part too, because she is really, it's been in her family. And uh, this is something that she's witnessed herself. And, uh, and then getting to the nitty gritty about some of the research that hasn't been put out there, uh, matters of the soul, there's a soul element when it comes to quote, aliens. How is that possible? Well, let me see. I literally put in the very first book that I wrote in college was like, do you believe your pet has a soul? And if you can believe that part, is it really that much of a stretch to believe that also aliens, if you can believe in aliens, okay, we're not even going to try to prove that. But if you can believe that aliens exist, when they have souls too, wouldn't they have like the choice to be a decent alien or a bad one? <laughs> you know, it's like we're we're placing our bets on all of them to be in one category. No, 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 no. And uh, I think that's the beauty of what's going on out there. There's a lot to understand and there's a lot to comprehend. And there's a lot of subjective uh, opinions in these things. But guess what? Kathleen does the measurements as well. She looks at the trends. She does the research. She does the science part. She does the heart part. She does the soul part. And when she reveals to you today the stuff that she's dove into, I mean, it just backs up so much that people like herself, myself, and others who are like, these beings are not just uh, the science-y touch field, dig, uh, there's radiation here, uh, measure. It's not just all that. There's a lot going on behind those eyes that we see all over the covers of these alien books that are out there. There's a lot going on, and it could be to your advantage or your disadvantage if you do uh, participate in alien experiences. Uh, you need to know. You need to know these things. They are not all bad. And and I again, I, I don't get into uh, uh, the measurements and get to have the big uh, research and lots of numbers of people coming in and say, I've experienced this, da-da-da, and be able to categorize it and everything. I do actually have uh, a lot of uh, <laughs> feedback from many years ago. I have not gone through all of it. It is a lot. It's a lot. Hundreds of pages uh, of a survey that I did of alien experiencers uh, to ultimately show some of the conflict and alien contact going out there, among other things. But guess what? Kathleen has. She did this. She did the research. And I am very pleasantly surprised and pleased to hear that, for the most part, a lot of the contact going on out there is more for the better. 
more for the better. I'm not talking about the ones that make it into the, the, the movies and, uh, you know, all the horror. People love the horror. I know. I know. Um, but that's the one that you hear about the most. And uh, those are the ones. No, no, no friend of mine. <laughs> you keep coming into my house and you're abusing me. No, I don't want that in my life or in my space. And and that's something that um, I've been talking about forever. It's like there's more than one thing going on here. And the ones, unfortunately, that you hear the most about are the negative ones. So we can't we can't have that taking precedence in the talk when it comes to alien and ufo contact okay so we are um we're seeing some hope and uh so i'm excited i'm excited i i i honestly am um good always wins right good always wins good guys usually win in the end of any good movie right the rotten movies you're just like well they're looking for a sequel um <laughs> <laughs> but the good guys always win in the end. And uh, hearing this type of research, I think it will be a positive uh, um, note for people to hear this as well. But also there's a warning because, again, it's not all good out there. And um, it's just very much like, uh, you know, when people have had some kind of medical issue, right? Say you went in for a surgery and it didn't go well. So you're going to like complain. You're going to probably put it online and say, oh, this is horrible, right? Uh, <laughs> but the ones that are successful, they went on living their lives. They're, they're, they're busy, so they're not going to really complain about it. Or maybe they might reach back every once in a while and post online and say, look, it was good for me. Maybe it'll good, be good for you, you know, that type of thing. But um, so we do hear more of the negative out there. I was told through the alien contact and other contact that I've had uh, that uh, you know, the good guys are are pushing forward to do bigger and better things. And so I'm glad to hear the trend is uh, definitely going in that direction. I don't receive the UFO alien uh, emails that I once did with my website and group called UFO2U.com. Uh, that's all I got were alien emails, you know, I had this or I saw that. And then I discovered shadow people and people thought, oh, she's into paranormal now. And no, it's all connected. Uh, so I used to be able to keep my eye on the trends a bit more back then and uh, lost track of that uh, because of the shadow people topic. But um, so relying upon those like Kathleen doing the research that she does and hearing uh, what's out there, reading the books, reading the articles, and people do reach out every so often uh, to still let me know what's going on out there in the UFO alien world uh, actively, you know. Um, it's important. It's important. So to hear this trending to be a bit more positive is, is great. It's great. Um, however, these um, negative beings are also very active and i mean shadow beings which are essentially the puppeteers of some of these negative beings out there so and i think they're just kind of you know escaping the husk of the aliens and just stepping out of the shadows like <clears throat> hat man um so yeah they're making themselves known in different ways but you guys are in for a super treat here after the break and don't forget go to heidihouse.com tell me your stories and we'll be right back you are listening to dark becomes light with me heidi hollis on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back with Kathleen Martin. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. As promised, my fabulous guest is Kathleen Martin, who is a researcher, author, and camera expert and conference presenter. She's widely considered one of the leading UFO contact researchers of our time. Since 1990, she has researched the perplexing nature of UFOs and the non-human entities associated with highly advanced aerial vehicles via her own groundbreaking research, investigation, and experimentation. Her research has extended to archival collections and the U.S. government's involvement in the investigation of UFOs and its major studies. This has combined to give her an in-depth knowledge that few possess. Her interest in UFOs began in 1961 when her aunt and uncle, Betty and Barney Hill, had a close encounter and abduction in New Hampshire's White Mountains. She has worked on three comprehensive studies on nearly 5,000 experiencers. Be sure to check out her latest book, Forbidden Knowledge, A Personal Journey from Alien Abduction to Spiritual Transformation for deeper insight into Kathleen's own life works. So I'd like to welcome Kathleen Martin to the show. How are you doing there, Kathleen? I'm doing well. It's great to be back with you, Heidi. It's been a while. Been too long. And I'm telling you, you are truly a pioneer of many sorts. And I I, I, honestly, you're a mentor of mine and I'm sure to thousands of others that you're unaware of or you are. So um, I'm really appreciative for all the work that you do and that you're still doing and the future stuff because you're always kind of mixing it up and evolving and... uh, I I give you much kudos for all of that. Well, thank you. I will not remain stagnant in my research. I uh, continue to do uh, experimentation and investigation. And when I have compelling findings, I share them with the public. That's wonderful. And, you know, I've done shows with you, several of them, where we've had a long time to talk and I have Mm -hmm. such a short program now and I just want to dive all in into your new stuff because it's just too short and uh, I could talk to you forever and I think I have on many occasions. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, so your newest book, uh, you're talking about 
evolving and just in everything that you do. Can you tell us a a little bit of your background? Of course, I read your bio just now and um, but like in how you've come to this point and, and what your new book is about. Well, I started when I was 13 years old because Betty and Barney Hill were my aunt and uncle, and I was 13 when they had their close encounter and subsequent abduction in New Hampshire's White Mountains. So I've always had an interest in this topic, and I met most of the major researchers and investigators way back when, such as Alan Hynek, uh, Jacques Vallée, uh, uh, John Fuller, the the writer, and uh, so many more, Dr. James Harder. And I admired them. And I thought when I was younger, how much I would like to follow their path if I possibly could. Only I didn't know what I had to study to do that. And so I ended up studying social science in in college. And it's sort of all evolved so that uh, I have participated in as a researcher in, in three uh, major studies on abductees and experiencers of contact to identify uh, commonalities that they share but are not shared with the general public. And so that was pretty exciting. I joined the Mutual UFO Network in 1991 and trained to become a field investigator. I held the position of director of field investigator training for 10 years and for MUFON and then also the director of experiencer research and the experiencer research team for 10 years and so I've I've just been really actively involved. Worked with Stanton Friedman, nuclear physicist, for nearly 14 years and wrote three books uh, together with him. Uh, so it's been an ever-evolving process, and I absolutely love what I do. And I will probably continue it uh, as long as I live, as long as I'm healthy enough. I hear you. My goodness. You So you're never bored. Those are the words I'm hearing coming from you with all of that. <laughs> That's true. I never permit myself to be bored because I'm always looking for the answers. And when I find one answer and confirmation of that, I look for another answer. That's that's brilliant. You speak of the patterns of uh those that have been contacted by alien beings and you still use the word abductions. Uh, a lot of people don't like to say that word anymore. They'll say contactee, but I'm thinking along the lines and it sounds like you do too at times, maybe that, you know, if you're taken against your will, not always knowing what's going on, it it's not the best thing going on. Well, I prefer the word experiencer, but the word abduction was used in two of those studies that I worked on. So, and um, my publisher has put that word on some of my books as well, because they reserved the right to use whatever verbiage they wanted on the front cover. So, uh, I do prefer experiencer. That term was coined by Dr. John Mack, and it was used uh, as sort of a generic term. So, you know, abductee is kind of a loaded term. Contactee is kind of a loaded term um, indicating either you were kidnapped or you went, uh, you called them in and went willingly, sort of. So, uh, Ah, That's an explanation of what I do. (laughs) I I like that. I I see the reasoning behind it both ways. So that totally makes sense because, uh, yeah, it's you do have a a kind of a mental picture of what's going on here when somebody says one word or the other. But you like experience there. Okay, I got to dig further. Got it. (laughs) And I have to tell you, on the most recent study that I did with the Mutual UFO Network, uh, Dr. Don C. Don Jerry uh, from McGill University, recently retired, and uh, Dr. Michael Austin Melton, uh, 
uh, Denise Stoner and uh, the late Craig Lang, we studied 516 experiencers. And then Dr. Don Derry administered the American Personality Inventory. Uh, and he was able to identify those who have what he called UFO abduction syndrome. So, you know, I had to use that word, too, even though it's sort of passe, because that is what that uh, measure was developed for. And Dr. Don Derry uh, standardized it down to 65 questions. So, uh, but what I wanted to tell you is that uh, one of those questions was, if you could end your abductions or contact events today, would you? Now, among those 516, 71% said they did not want to end their contact experiences. But among the abductee group that we were able to identify through Dr. Don Derry's uh, test, the API, uh, 75% of the those who were identified as having UFO abduction syndrome said, no, I don't want to end my contact. <laughs> so, you know, it sort of means that it's not as bad as a lot of people think that it might be. That is puzzling. You know, I, I've sat in uh, groups where they were, of course, dealing with a lot of unfriendly experiences and, and absolutely horrific experiences. And, and, you know, it, it I watched this whole morphing uh, going on where they're like sleeping with a gun close by the bed to I'm special. I was selected for this. It's okay. I get it now. Or I volunteered for this. I'm like, hold on just a couple of months ago. It was another story. So what is this? I, it's so, uh, it's so puzzling uh, to me as an observer and as an experiencer of a different sort. I've not been abducted that I know of, um, but it's it's like, um, I don't know, it's not Stockholm syndrome, maybe in some cases. I, what do you what do you suspect is going on? You just think it may not be as bad as it seems, you're, as you just said? Well, Heidi, I, I have worked on some of those horrific cases as well uh, that were a combination of uh, UFO abduction, a guy who carried a gun all the time, who uh, handcuffed himself to the wall when he went to bed at night. Uh, trying not to be taken. And this was a commercial pilot who had retired to a private airport um, and was was running that airport and an aircraft repair business there. But there, it was very weird because it was former Native American land, just like uh, the Skinwalker Ranch and uh, up in Utah, and the same kinds of things were happening. This highly negative contact with these uh, reptilians and these little uh, rogue greys who were terrible. Uh, they didn't treat him well, he, and he was terrified and, of course, fighting back the whole time, being angry. And what I've discovered is that he was giving them what they desired because this is a highly negative group and they feed off fear, off anger, off loathing, all of those things that were in this man. And, uh, you know, so... I've also had worked on cases that were highly positive. Can, can, uh, I, can I hold you right there, Kathleen? Because we've got to get to our next break and I don't want to miss anything. So <laughs> you guys, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Stick around. We'll be right back with more Kathleen Martin. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable and with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I have Kathleen Martin, and wow, <laughs> she was sharing about uh, a really extraordinary experiencer who was having horrific alien abductions. And uh, But then you're getting into how people have extraordinarily positive contact experiences, and you're going to tell us uh, what's going on between the two. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I've, I've worked on cases where uh, people were uh, taken to meet their ET family members uh, who they did not want to leave their ET family. They said that they were here uh, to attempt to save this planet. Uh, because we were moving in a very uh, uh, tenuous direction where uh, people are on other planets who moved in this direction, who were at this level of technological development, but not developed spiritually, uh, be engaged in behavior that ended up uh, destroying life on that planet. And so these uh, experiencers or contactees say that they are here uh, to help to guide humans, to help to raise our level of spirituality. Uh, they are, uh, have the gift of healing. They're able to uh, heal others. And uh, if they become ill, the ETs heal them. So uh, it's all very positive. But what I have discovered that uh, among the vast majority of experiencers of contact, uh, they just say that it is businesslike. 
What is or that it mean? depends upon the type of entity that they are interacting with. On the, depending on the type of experience that they will have. So there's a conflict in alien uh, contact happening. Uh, yes, there, there are some that appear to be very kind. Take Chris Bledsoe, for example. He is having Marian apparitions and receiving prophecy. He can call in orbs. Uh, he, I've worked with two women who uh, I had introduced to him, and they were highly respected paranormal investigators and they went to his home to conduct research and they ended up being taken with to craft with Chris and uh, had a highly positive experience, both of them. Um, one of them ended up with uh, traumatic stress after because she didn't know what happened and she thought the worst, but uh, she ended up realizing that it was very positive contact that she had. And, uh, you know, it just blows me away that Chris's uh, is having these Marian apparitions of a late angelic looking woman dressed in white and receiving prophecy. And then on the other end of that spectrum, you have people who are having contact with what uh, by all definitions appears to be de demonic as if uh, evil had been weaponized. That's disturbing. What uh, what are these beings appearing as when they see and experience this? Well, the more positive ones appear to be human types. Uh, they're often working with uh, gray types who are friendly. There are many races of grays. You can't think about grays and say, okay, there's one gray. This is the stereotype of the gray. Right. Uh, that's just not true. Right. Some of them are sentient beings. Others appear to be androids. Mm -hmm. uh, then in, in addition to this, you have the uh, mantis types. Now, they have a very bad reputation, yet... I've worked with people who believe they're related to them, who love them with all their hearts, who don't want to leave them, who say how kind they are. And, but then you have people like David Jacobs who say that they uh, are here in order to uh, take over the earth and uh, are creating uh, hubrids. Uh, in order to supplant humans on our planet. So you have what a mixture of different uh, attitudes by different researchers and also by different experiencers of contact. I've worked with people uh, in hypnosis who were having contact with these uh, mantis types who uh, became very frightened because the mantis types didn't interact with them in a way that could be easily understood by the human being. Yet, uh, the mantis, uh, in, in the end, was either being just uh, businesslike or ha having a positive relationship with this human. Um, the reptilians, you get back down to them and you have human type or humanoid reptilians and people who interact well with them. You have, I know of someone who has been healed by a reptilian type um, and there is DNA evidence for this. Uh, which is pretty amazing in and of itself. Oh. It's related to a, a reptile from uh, South America who, that is the closest to the human genome of any reptiles. And But then you have these draconian reptilians, the kind who have tails, who are shapeshifters, who work with these little rogue grays who are described as evil. This is a very small percentage in less than 10% of the cases. 
and uh, who are extraordinarily cruel, who feed off human fear and loathing. And so, you know, there are just different types of entities. But thankfully, the kinder type uh, say that uh, they are keeping the others at bay. Mm-hmm. Yes. which is really important to, to know that these these negative types are only a small percentage of all contact because some people would like to b- believe that it's all negative and it's not. Right. If it's taken against their will, if it's abusive, I mean, it, it, you see the writing on the wall, right? It's like, that's uh, bad. Okay. And over here, it's good. Okay. It's, yes. It seems pretty uh, clean cut. And, uh, but it does get muddied at times. And, uh, and it's a, it's a shame. And I think that uh, oftentimes a, a single person can indeed have positive and negative beings working with them and it confuses the the lot of what's going on so the the picture gets painted to be one way when it's like hold on that was a whole other set of creatures i was working with yes yes and and maybe they were just uh, kidnapped by that other type of creature right um, because of their positive contact with uh, another type Exactly. And in the work that I've done, I've noticed that if you're able to keep the more negative ones at bay, the more positive come more often. Um, so it's important to keep your your uh, guard up for certain types of interaction. Have you known anything to be helpful to keep certain ones away if you're not wanting the experience? Yes, absolutely. Through the research I've done and by the unfortunate attachment that I had a a few years back, um, I learned how to detach these entities. And what you have to do is you have to raise your vibrational frequency. And probably people are scratching their heads and saying, what's a vibrational frequency? Well, As the ETs explain it, it's only a matter of uh, being a happier, kinder human. Uh, So you have to keep your mood up. And you can do this by through uh, guided meditations, chakra meditations that will raise your vibrational frequency, will keep your mood up, will uh, keep you happy and and feeling calm whereas if you engage in uh, activities such as violence such as um, so anything that is cruel or evil then you will attract them but what happened to me is one just came sneaking in and that happened to the researchers at the Skinwalker Ranch as well. I was working with a man who was having highly negative contact. I was attempting to determine whether this was actually ETs or if it was just demons, what we think of as demons. And uh, terrible things were happening in his life. And I knew that this man wasn't mentally ill. I had been able to eliminate that possibility. And he was becoming sicker and sicker. And I was trying to figure out what was going on in in this particular case. I stayed in it longer than I should have because he told me something that was so horrific that momentarily it lowered my vibration. I felt horrified. Uh, It really creeped me out. And when that happened, this entity had the ability to attach to me. And I immediately felt a dark cloud come over me. And I uh, tried to get rid of it on my own through the practice of religion, through holy water, through the, the crucifixes. I'm Catholic you know, that are on my wall. Wow. And I couldn't get rid of this thing. 
Can, and we, can we pick that up after the break? Because we got to jump on over to it. It goes quick, Kathleen. You, okay. are, you are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll be right back. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infinity QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. If you're looking to upgrade your wallet, you need to turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. If you're paying for vacations with whatever card is in your wallet, you could be missing out on miles you didn't even know you were leaving on the table. You can get a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? A hotel upgrade? Lounge access? Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. Welcome back. You are listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm speaking with Kathleen Martin, and I want you to finish your story because, holy smokes, you got something negative that was hanging on you from an odd encounter. Yes, and this had never happened to me before, but it continued to gain power. It uh, had an impact on my sleep, which, and I generally don't have any difficulty at all with that. It had a diff, uh, impact on my mood. I, normally, I'm, I'm not a person who uses foul language, but I started to use foul language, and I, I w- was uh, just not myself. Wow. And uh, finally, it spoke to me, and it told me, that I was going to die soon, and I, why didn't I just do it? And I, at that point, said, this is going to end. And I, I have a friend who was a minister who was able to remove these attachments, but she lives a four-hour drive from me. So uh, she couldn't remove it from a distance. I was going to have to wait. But because of that message, I contacted an uh, an experiencer of positive contact. And I had been in touch with the positive entities that he's in contact with. And so I 
called him up and I explained what had happened to me. And he said, I'll ask them to take care of this right now. He asked them and it was immediately lifted. It was gone. So, uh, and then I learned from them that the, the importance of raising your vibrational frequency and how to do that. So it was all a, a very important lesson, although uh, painful and a little bit frightening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I mean, never want to have that happen again. Right. Knowing that these negative things feed off from that type of thing, they were having a feast. And it's not just that they feed off from it, they create the problem. So you, you just keep feeding into it. And it's just this vicious circle. This kind of feeds into your new book, Forbidden Knowledge, A Personal Journey from Alien Abduction to Spiritual Transformation. I mean, you're speaking of demons and aliens in the same sentence. So Tell us about this. And I have to speak of angels <laughs> and Marian apparitions in that same sentence, too. Love it. But so um, in Forbidden Knowledge, I talk about my personal history from uh, being the niece of Betty and Barney Hill to uh, having experiments uh, going on uh, where my aunt was attempting to working with a team of scientists attempting to call in craft to land on my grandparents' farm. Uh, one did land. Apparently, the ETs thought that uh, it was an invitation to take my mother and myself because we both ended up on craft. I was 17 years old at that time. And then they came periodically throughout my lifetime. And I thought that I would never speak of this uh, in public, but I decided to because it, times have changed, because the government, the um, Defense Intelligence Agency and representatives from the government are speaking out now about how these things are real and they're happening. And they talked about hitchhikers that went home with uh, people who did research at the Skinwalker Ranch. And these hitchhikers are like these attachments. And I wanted them to know that there are ways to get rid of these negative entities and to have positive contact as well. So I wrote about my own life story. I wrote about uh, information that I received from the granddaughter of Admiral, Rear Admiral Herbert Knowles from the U.S. Uh, Navy and Wilbert Smith from the Canadian government, a brilliant engineer, but also the head of the uh, government's, the Canadian government's UFO desk, and an experiment that they conducted uh, to contact extraterrestrials and how this information went to Dwight Eisenhower through Margaret Chase Smith and how the information received from this woman who was making contact was far above her level of knowledge or understanding. It was scientific information that ended up being verified. Uh, so that caused me to decide that if the government can do this, I can do it too. And I was invited to take part in a study of an experiencer who claimed to be having contact with a council of eight extraterrestrials. And uh, this research team and I met once a month with this experiencer, and we were able to meet these non-humans. Each one of them came in to meet us. We could not see them, but we could feel their energy. We could feel the very strong tingling sensation in our bodies. We learned to, tele to telepathically communicate with them and to feel them when 
uh, we could call them into our environment. They all, it was all highly positive. We were invited to ask questions over a period of two years and uh, receive very detailed answers to our questions, which we greatly appreciated. So they're in forbidden knowledge. There are 120 of our questions and their detailed answers. So the second half of forbidden knowledge is about uh, this experiment by the governments of Canada and the United States government, and then the experiments that I participated in with other researchers. Uh, it is phenomenal, uh, and uh, we received an, an abundance of information that really opened our eyes to why the ETs are here, the positive ones, that there is a council that is part of a federation. And we were able to measure this scientifically. Beautiful. I, I, I have goosebumps. I, I had to present my first book in front of that council in order to get permission to put it out, the secret war book. Is that so? Yeah. Wow. So I'm sitting here like, holy smokes, like I don't hear anyone speak of that council, the council of elders, essentially. But yeah. Um, yes. Wow. Wow, Kathleen. You know what? <laughs> Why don't you live closer? I mean, <laughs> I'm just like, Why don't you live closer? <laughs> right. Gosh, I'm like, every time I talk to you, I'm like, she did it again. She has my jaw on the floor. I, I This is amazing. And I mean, and, and it, it's very brave of you, too, to step forward. Uh, in this big way, because it doesn't it feel like things are, are really shifting and changing where, you know, everything's out the door. We've got to put it out there. Yes, it does believe seem like things are shifting and changing. And I had to make the decision. Was I going to step forward and risk losing that wonderful reputation that I had built as a researcher? over the past 30 some odd years uh, and suppress this information that I had? Or was I going to step forward and just bravely present it and take the consequences, whatever they might be? Because I felt that it was so important that I had to do that. This is extraordinarily important information. Um, and uh, information that I think that everyone would like to have, including our government. Yeah. Okay. And my hand is raised because I knew you always would go there because <laughs> you're that extraordinary. <laughs> you just are. And we've had some fabulous conversations that uh, let me know that uh, God rules <laughs> overall. Um, <laughs> it's like it's hard to uh, it's hard to when it's matters of the soul and of importance like that. That's where I, I know you are, are really strong at. And um, yeah, I had no doubts. Um, so how can people get a hold of this book? And, and what's your website? How can people get a hold of you? Oh, well, my book is available on Amazon. It's Forbidden Knowledge, A Personal Journey from Alien Abduction to Spiritual Transformation. Or you can purchase autographed copies of all six of my books on my website at kathleen dash. Marden, M-A-R-D-E-N, dot com. And uh, I also have several articles that you can read and you can see where I'm going to be speaking uh, this year as well. So I'm really looking forward to live conferences again. Oh, gosh, yes. Those are so overdue. We need to get out <laughs> of the house and start seeing people eye to eye. Well, Kathleen Martin, I want to thank you so much for coming on this program. You are an inspiration to many and uh, wow, going above and beyond per usual. So I, I applaud you again. Thank you so much, Heidi. Wow. Fabulous. We have come to the bottom of another wonderful interview. Kathleen blows my mind every single time. Always something new, always a new perspective that uh, pulls you in, 
And uh, I think it's important that we take note of everything she mentioned today. Um, I want to remind you guys, go to my main website, HeidiHollis.com or ShadowFolks.com. Tell me about what it is that you're experiencing out there. Tell me what you're researching. Tell me what you'd like me to dive into. And also, if you want to be a guest on this show, also go to my website and tell me that you'd like to do that. Uh, And you know, I've got a paranormal comic strip I've been doing for a while, and I think you guys might dig it. You can follow me at The Outlanders Comic on Instagram or go to theoutlanderscomic.com. Ooh, wow. Um, you know, I, I love what I do. I, I, I just, uh, I live and breathe this every day and I might do it in my sleep. <laughs> but uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in today. And, uh, you know, we're going to keep this rolling. You have been listening to Dark Becomes Light with me, Heidi Hollis, on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. We'll see you next time. Stay safe, everybody. Goodbye. Well, if you liked this edition of Dark Becomes Light, wait till you hear the next one. You've been listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.